Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes, we are. Well, today's show is called Love or Nothing. Nothing. And uh, we discover that love is the only effective course of action. Everything else is swimming against the current. That's right. And we're super excited because Funniest Thing fan and former VP of Starbucks and Sarah Lee, Steve Chandler, Will join uh, join us to read today's daily word, which is gentleness. He's the former VP of Starbucks and Sara Lee, isn't it? Yeah, I love coffee and I love Danish. I know that's the perfect combination. <laughs> Didn't they make those were those those little butterscotch thing bones or something? We used to get like the little frozen pound cake thing. That was yeah. it, the frozen pound cake. Oh my god, what goes better with coffee than well, that? Well, too bad he's the former VP, or we could have squeezed some promotional coffee and. Cupcakes or yeah, right. Out of them. I, I, for some reason that may, reminds me of your father's old friends who would be. Oh, we found this truck <laughs> full of uh, pound cake. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. uh, let's see here. So, uh, <laughs> our breaths for today. Why don't we just get started with that? Yes, because we got a very exciting show. Yes, we and do. It's all about really how love is really the only attractive force, and that. You really can't succeed far at all unless you're working from the inside out, not yes. from the outside in. And we're going to talk all about that. And that's why we're excited to have Steve Chandler. Yeah, because believe it or not, he's actually just Daryl's friend uh, that you met when, when you were speaking at that conference. That yes, time. I met him at the conference. And what's great about having Steve uh, on the air today is because here's a guy who actually very, very profoundly successful yes. in the corporate world. Yes. And, you know, living the wonderful American dream. Right. And it's just recently he's uh, seems to come across this whole philosophy that we like to practice, yeah. you know, understanding the laws, the, these universal spiritual laws and how cooperating them yeah. seems to make things a lot more pleasurable. Yeah. And a hell of a lot more easier. Yeah. Relaxed. Enjoyable. Right. That's what I want to say. A hell of a lot more enjoyable. And it's not always uh, what people think about throughout their day. You know, like when I, like I was at that meeting the other day. Yes. We talk about all this stuff because sometimes, uh, you know, like when we're at work, whatever, people aren't saying, oh, no, just do what you love. They might be saying, here, you know, read this memo. We're getting pumped up for the, uh, like in my school district, you know, the we're going to bring our seminar. community together. We're going to have this seminar. But for the first five minutes, it was felt like love. 
after that, nothing. It started to feel like very negative. And uh, so anyway, we'll talk more about all this stuff coming up. We've got great readings. and uh, But we'll start with our three breaths. And uh, today it's simple. It's love or nothing. nothing. All right. So let's take a deep breath to clear our minds. Okay. <sighs> it's love or nothing. <sighs> it's love or nothing. <sighs> it's, it's love. love or nothing. <sighs> yes, we always hear that noise in our head whenever we we really get what's going on in the yes. loving way that that just goes off in That's our heads. That's right. Yeah. When we allow the person to to move in front of us in traffic instead of edging them out. Yeah. We kind of hear that angelic music playing exactly. in my head. And I'm going, why don't I always do this? That's right, because God cues the choir. He's getting it, folks. That's right. And that's where love or nothing. Yeah. Because the other way is the other, any other way than love is just my fear, you know, which makes me think I gotta get ahead. No, he's not coming in and yeah. and you get nothing. You get yeah. nothing. You don't get half a thing. You actually get nothing because the vibe I feel, yes. my consciousness uh -huh. and how my emotions feel when I'm running on fear, even when I'm making those calls, sending out those press releases. Yes. <laughs> but if it's coming from this, I got to do all this, like it almost becomes like an addiction yeah. to win something from the outside in. Yes. I'm actually demagnetized. Yeah. And oh, I'm unattractive. God, yeah. yeah. But then if I just move from the spirit of love, even if it's just writing my mother a postcard or yeah. you know, a quick little, hey, ma, thinking about you. Just doing something like that to elevate my consciousness yeah, and then go back toward whatever my goal was in yes. that, from that atmosphere. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, it's amazing. The right person pops up. I don't have to struggle. And, and Steve's got a great example of that that happened this week. But I got to say something about your three breaths because they're becoming a sensation around the globe. Uh, a, a guest uh, in Shanghai, Kirk. Yeah. Who listens to our show all the time. He listens to our reruns. He gets very upset when there's not new shows like over the holiday yes. break. Um, he sent me a message saying, I can't believe it. You know, those three breaths were always fun. And, but he goes, now I, because it was introduced in such a fun, lighthearted way. Yeah. He finds himself doing these three breaths. Throughout his day as a, yeah. as a tool yeah, yeah, to help yeah. get him grounded and relaxed and realize, right. okay, there's no big deal. That's just like the way you and I meditate. Like uh, we hear, I hear a lot of talk about meditation and people like not getting it. I don't know how reading books, steps of meditation, levels. Of, it's like all we do is sit there and breathe. Yes. In a quiet place. That's why we love the chapel over at Pauline Books and Media. That's right. Before I know it. My mind relaxes, and yes. then a new, inspired, loving thought, feeling comes into the, to my mind, to my well, whole... That's why two things. One thing is that that's why I love the way two people bring it up, Emmett Fox and Eric Butterworth. Yes. They both have great writings on meditation, just making it no BS, yeah. simple. Eric Butterworth basically says, we all naturally connect to our loving source because that's who we are. Yes. So meditation is really where we just ignore for some moments those thoughts of anxiety. We, we yes. let those thoughts go. And then we're automatically, we automatically lift into a meditative state yes. because that's where we are. And that, that brings up what I was talking with my friend Josh Austin, who's a teacher in Berkeley. He does easy breathing with his kids at, at the high school there. He teaches special ed. He's had great results. And we were talking, and I started thinking the whole world word enlightenment and the first of all, the belief that people that there's enlightened people out there is such a detriment to a oh, lot yes. of people. Because when I think of the word enlightenment, I think it just it's about lightning, enlightening my mind or light, lighting uh, lightening my load. You know, yeah, lightening sitting my load and breathing, right. and it's it's more of something that ha it's like a process that whenever we sit down and breathe or do something loving and gentle with ourselves, 
I feel lighter. That is enlightenment. Yes. I'm glad you cleared that up because I also want to share that a lot of the guys, well, when you met me, you just thought I was a blue collar guy who worked at the, I guess at the, uh, the business complex over there when I came in to meditate. I guess you thought I was lost, but there's so many people that are just ordinary citizens. Actually, meditate. I thought you were that other guy. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> but there's just, and that, you're not kidding though no, I hear what like, you're saying you, know yeah. I mean? you don't have to be enlightened you don't have to throw your career away whatever it is you i mean there's there's enlightened people we're all enlightened it's, it's we're yeah. all enlightened the moment at yeah. any moment during the day we choose love instead of fear or yeah. like you said we just take a moment to let to to like we used to say yeah. hurl the crap over the fence yeah or like the Bible says in a nicer way, cast your burden on God. Well, Darren and I talk about this a lot. And the reason I brought up the whole thing about believing people are enlightened is the trap was oh, I'd watch Wayne Dyer. I'd watch uh, Deepak or whoever. And then I would first I'd get the high of what they're saying. Yes. But in the end, it was easy to turn it off. And the sick feeling that they're enlightened right. and I'm not would come back into the picture. And the only thing good about enlightenment is, am I lighter than the moment before? Yes. That to me, that's the that's only, it. I mean, that's, that's why I love this take on the teachings of what Jesus was all about. It's like, lighten up. Remember who we are. Remember yes. that the kingdom of God is within. Remember that love is the only thing that really works. And just keep moving. And, and this is perfect because it's all about keeping it simple. We all have it. Because yes. I would also see all those. And go, I haven't written, read, read all those books or know all that yes. theology. But you know what? You don't need to know all that. No. And all you need to know is it's as simple as pausing. Yeah. Taking a couple of deep breaths. Yes. And thanking God or thanking the spirit or thanking the universe. The best prayer is gratitude. Yeah. It's the highest form of prayer. And if you yep. just start with, God, thank you for this day. I'm excited mm -hmm. to see what's yeah. next. You will be excited to see what next. And just what's by next. sitting and breathing, I guarantee you within one minute, I every time I naturally say, thank uh, God. Yes. You know, thank you. I'm alive. Thankfully, I didn't believe in that line of thinking or whatever was that negative fear that was in my head a minute ago. Let's We're, do some reading. Some yeah, reading. Now, this, Fox. this actually got us right into the reason. Remember, love or nothing. And this book is called what? Find and use your inner power. I highly recommend it. It was one of the first ones I got addicted to back in 1986 because it's short one page. Yeah. And the only reason, funniest thing we have it out today is because last week I'm trying to fiddle with my son's new Kindle and figure out how to use it. And then one of the free samples I found was this book. So I downloaded a chunk of this book, and then I reminded Daryl of it, and lo and behold, he picked it up and found the perfect readings for yeah, today's Yeah, I was show. just, I was laying back, I go, let me, I haven't read that one in a while, and sure enough, I flipped to this, I'm going, oh my God, this is perfect for love or nothing. Yeah. And the title of this chapter is, Don't Try, Let. Peepin. 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 People often say, I'll try to do this, or I'll try to do that, but I fail, or... I tried so hard, but nothing came of it. And they become discouraged and dispirited. They wonder why things will not come right. And yet the explanation is contained within the words themselves. You should never try. You should always let. Let God. When you try to do things, you are working from the outside. When you let God do them through you, you are working from the inside and success must come. If you reread the creation chapter in the Bible, the first of Genesis, you will notice that God creates by letting. God said, let there be light. God said, let at every act of creation, and it was done. Now, God creates by means of you if you will let him, but you must let. Yes. Remember that in all mental working, effort defeats itself. Uh -huh. The scientific way of working is to let. God manifests through you the wonderful ideas that he gives to you from time to time. Open your dictionary in your imagination and scratch out the word try and write the word let against it in the margin. Someone said let go and let God, and this is a wonderful recipe for overcoming fear and getting out of a tight place. In any case, the rule for creation is always to let. Yes. And, that you know... And the thing that usually stops me from letting is when I'm afraid. Yes. Like with like this week, I had this kid who was a young man. He's gotten involved in some drugs. 
He's one of the students. He, I mean, this is what I come to do is work with these kids. Most of the work I do with him, he doesn't come to school much. I happen to run into him on the street. I have a loving conversation like with him. Like a school mom. Yeah, I see him when he's ditching school rather than put a heavy weight on his shoulder. I let him know I look forward to seeing him. I talk to him about where he's at. And uh, and uh, from that, that's the only thing I can really do. But the one thing that's gotten in my come up in my mind, though, lately is there's some paperwork that's been due. And all of a sudden I started to get afraid. Because his mom wasn't calling me back and, you know, I needed that paperwork signed by this date. And I started to get in fear for myself, like as well, if I was going to be fired. Because well, you started something. moving to the outside instead of from the inside. Yeah, I was I, scary. I was worried about what they were thinking of me in the district. I started wanting to curse them and curse the world. And all the while, the only thing that has ever worked for me and the only reason I'm in this job is just to love these kids. And it always works. It always works. You said something great. The way you treat that kid with love. Love always heals. Punishment never heals. Yes. And um, it's almost like how we have to be to ourselves. When we berate ourselves for not staying on our diet or doing something or, oh, I blew that. Yeah. You know, we're just going to make those mistakes over and over. We have to learn to be the kind, firm and loving parent to ourselves. Dude, that goes right with this Alan Cohen from A Deep Breath of Life from January 20th, which was just two days ago, where it's called Rethinking Hell. And I'm just going to read a piece of it. It says, and I didn't know this. The word hell is an old English real estate term meaning border or fence. If you wanted to keep a cow or pig in captivity, you would hell the critter in a stockade. Then the animal is held or in its derivative form held in. While many religions present hell as an external dispensation, it is not. Hell is a temporary experience that we undergo when we let our heart be ruled by fear. We have all gone through hell in our lives and come out the other side. There is a purpose for hell, and it has nothing to do with guilt or punishment. Hell is a wake-up call, a a corrective device. If you begin to stray from your nature as a loving being, you will have a hellish experience to put you back on track. The only value of hell is educational. Once the lesson is complete, you're done with it, and you can get on with enjoying living in paradise where you truly belong. The fear to fear hell is to be in it already. To punish yourself is to put yourself in hell for no reason. To love yourself and everyone and everything in your life is to give yourself heaven right now and ensure your place there for eternity. Yes. And I'm just going to say this to anyone who's made listening. I mean, I kind of try to think about it is what would a loving grandmother say to me now? Like when I screw up or make a mistake, she wouldn't go. She would go. Oh, that's all right, Daryl. Yeah. Here, come here. You're going to be okay. It'll work yes. out. You have nothing to worry about. Yes. We're the same people. We could continue to treat ourselves with that love. And that's really that how the love flows through us Yeah, in that fashion. That's how God created us. And that's why love is the most powerful force, because it really is the only force. And anytime I yes. feel uncomfortable... Is because I'm swimming in the opposite direction. And like Alan Cohn said, hell is being held inside. Our love, our joy being held inside. So this kid who's not who's out doing these drugs or who's not coming to school, it's because he's holding his gifts inside. They're there. Yeah. So me me being one more person punish to punish him. him would just be one more reason for him to hold his gifts inside, which he's already doing. Right, because he's, right, he's afraid to show him that he yeah. he's going to either be made fun of yes. or they're not going to be good enough. Yes. I'm going to be judged already worse than I'm already judging myself yes. now. That's right. right? Actually, uh, there's a great episode of Tom Thorpe uh, discovering Eric Butterworth in the archives at Unity, which is about letting go of guilt. Oh, it's awesome. Because he talks about how guilt – leads to the things that we Eric Butter were talking about yes. how when we're guilty we end up doing things that give us more guilt, reason to yes. be guilty. So the the whole idea is to get back into loving and let go of the guilt and that's what forgiveness is really all about. Well we're that about wraps up our first segment so please stick around. Yeah because coming up next uh we have the funniest thing fan and ex VP of Sarah Lee and Starbucks, Steve Chandler joining us to read the Daily Word, which is gentleness. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. What is called the pants? Take eight. 
It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listener support to broadcast the messages of unity to an awakening world. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Over 50 and looking for real answers to the challenges and remarkable opportunities ahead? Under 50 and want to know more about the world you'll soon inherit? Then Do Not Go Quietly is a great book for you. Inspiring, accessible, full of practical guidance, this best-selling book has already won three 2013 book awards. It is a call to action and to a life of genuine value for those who weren't born yesterday. Wise woman Jean Houston says it's profound, compassionate, and deeply useful. New thought leader Michael Beckwith says Do Not Go Quietly offers invaluable insights into one of the most vital subjects of our time. So celebrate this precious gift of your life by living the life you were born to live. And remember, you're never too old or too young to live those dreams. Available on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and bookstores everywhere. For free downloads, interviews, and a lot more, visit www.donotgoquietlythebook.com. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing. Today's episode is called Love or Nothing. And, uh... Yeah, we got a great segment coming up, but before we get into anything else... We don't want to get too much further before we, we thank our listeners. That's right. Without our listeners, we'd just be talking to each other in a garage right now. Yeah, or over at the Starbucks in town here where we used to do it. Yes. So this is great. Thank you, listeners, for, for tuning in and downloading and telling your friends. And- yes, we're very happy you're here every week. We really... Ed and I are, st- I mean, I think this is the most enthusiastic thing we have to look forward to every week. You're not kidding. It's so, so much so that we started a YouTube channel when we were on break where you can see a few different video episodes because we had to do the show. That's true. And the other thing is on iTunes, if you haven't been there to see it, we're excited because we just put our logo up instead of our guru pictures. Yeah, we got rid of the two guru picture. Yeah, which was us laughing and saying how much we know. And, and now we have our logo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, it's uh, known as the non-offensive logo. That's right. That's right. And uh, now we want to thank someone else. That's right. Because second only to our listeners yes. is uh, the man who makes it possible for our listeners to even be listeners. That's, that's right. our engineer. Jeff Comfort, and we are so happy because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah! Buzz in the tower. Nice. I love when he does that. I think that. it was my son who recently asked me, is there really an engineer named Jeff Comfort? Yeah. <laughs> they thought he was a mythical creature. Well, everyone thinks that. And people didn't believe that uh, Gabby the Postal Pitbull was real either until they saw her on one of our episodes. Yes. And now we get to talk about 
The One prayer. more thing, shout out to. That's right, the Silent Unity prayer line, because the, the moment, moment we wake, wake up, <laughs> before we put on our makeup, we say a little prayer for you, forever and ever, we'll be in your heart, and I will love you, yeah! Boy. <laughs> <laughs> we just came up with that bit. On our way to get coffee before the show. So. For some reason, I remembered that song and I loved it so much. I said, we got to sing that one. But we're talking about 1-800-NOW-PRAYER, 800-669-7729. And that's the Silent Unity Prayer Line. And it's such a great tool. And the only people I think that are afraid to use it are tough guys. Because I myself find myself, I mean, I'm Mr. Prayer Master. I mean, yeah. I'm like... Texting nuns for prayers. Just this morning, yeah, I got yeah. a prayer request on Facebook. Yeah, someone uh, Michael Coogan or Kogan, yeah. Hope's uh, husband, is going through some challenges with his back, and said, "Oh, can everyone just send out positive thoughts because he can no longer be a firefighter because of this injury, and he has a lot of pain." Well, let's I, do. Let's take a moment to send love to him right now, since we're talking about it. All right, why not? Perfect. So you're going to say? I feel better already. Yeah, me too. But uh, I texted our sisters, my hip sisters at the Daughters of St. Paul, and uh, the prayer line is another great tool. Just calling them is like taking a step, affirming life. It's enlightening. It's very enlightening because it lightens the load like we talked about in the first episode. And and there's so many things that need to get done. Life doesn't take a break just because we're holding on to something heavy. we got to put it down so we can keep... Living our life and sharing what we come to share and, uh, you know, enjoying this process. Drop the rocks and swim to the surface. That was Precisely. an old one I heard. Yes. And now before we go too much further without us, say a sponsor shout out. Yes. To? I Italy, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian and Italian Americans like Daryl and I, Fazzaro and Biagiotti. So you can visit them online at i-italy.org. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes, his helicopter has just landed on the landing pad on the roof. That's right. Middle school studios. And this is the time we're going to read the Daily Word. We love the Daily Word. It's uh, it's a great little inspirational magazine. Uni has been putting out for almost 100 years. And you could order a subscription simply at dailyword.com. I see him in the in the living room now in the green room. He's hanging up his gray, his gray suit jacket. Whoa, and he's putting on an Aloha he's shirt. He's loosening his tie. <laughs> there he is, Steve, Steve. Chandler. Yes. <laughs> well, Glad we are. To be here. Thanks. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit how you met Daryl and Ed, or at least how we met? Well, I haven't met Ed until just now, but, uh, you know, he's that was easy. everything you've said, Daryl. But, uh, Daryl, you and I met back in October at uh, the Identity Conference, and uh, that was a phenomenal opportunity to just kind of hear everybody going through the challenges of finding their way and doing what they love and pursuing their passions. And I know you and I and uh, some other guys connected, and it's just been a great experience. And you've you introduced me to this Daily Word. You've introduced me to the Emmett Fox readings on a daily basis. and um, And then I think just this whole experience that I know I've been going through of kind of trusting my gut and following my passions. And you and I have, you know, about once a week been touching base at least on uh, doing that. It's, it's just helped continue to support this uh, pursuit and journey that I'm on right now based on, uh, you know, our connection. I know it's helped me a lot. So. Oh, it's helped. Thanks. It's helped me a ton too, because I get so much positive reassurance because, you know, it's nice that, you know, we're regular people. We live we live in this world. I mean, you nor I are like gurus or life coaches or ministers or, you know, enlightened in the form of what most people think of, oh, he's an enlightened guru or teacher of this. But we're just people living by these spiritual laws now cooperating with them and, and the, how much and finding we're always so pleasantly surprised at how they work out about it. This stuff is for real. And it's so much easier and enjoyable than the other way of swimming against the current, trying to make it happen. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, well said. I mean, it's a, a bit of how I've felt at times, when, especially in the corporate world. It's just been, uh, you know, kind of swimming upstream at times. And 
the flow just doesn't uh, seem to be there a lot. And, uh, you know, and for all different kinds of reasons, but, uh, you know, when you're in it, just things start to seem to happen that you can't explain why. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why we were, that's why we were all week when I was talking to you and Ed, that's why we're so excited. This one was love or nothing. Yeah. Just yesterday I was talking to Daryl because in my own work, it's the same thing. I mean, I work in the school district. There's a lot of bureaucracy and if I come from fear, it's so easy to get shut down in myself and start to be driven by these rules, right? And in the past, before I really got into this really practical stuff, it would, I would end up cursing them and feeling just so powerless. But now, Daryl was just helping me see this yesterday, is when I come from love, the rules, I don't end up breaking any of the rules. I end up, the rules take care of themselves in, in better than expected ways. The people who I thought were going to judge me, maybe, because they're in administration, they end up thanking me. Like at, at the present moment, I write weekly really positive columns about myself, but not only myself, but about our school district. And it's something I just love to do. They're so grateful I'm doing it. And if I had turned tail and run from my own fears or run from the fears of the bureaucracy or whatever, I would have never had this experience to watch love even transform a place where a lot of people think it's, it's hopeless. You know, a lot of people think we can't transform this. You know, I just spent... Our district just spent a lot of money to have a rally about, you know, like these two coaches came in to talk about this, you know, how they're going to transform the the bureaucracy. But they described it like it was like this hard thing. And just by doing that, they failed because that they're using the same state of mind that created the bureaucracy in the first place. Yeah, and you 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 nailed it, you know, for for the. Every corporation I've been in, there's so much politics and there's so much territorialism and all of that. And every time you'd write an email when you're in this fear place, right, every email, every phone conversation, everything, you just you're second guessing every single thing you're doing to try and anticipate where people are coming from, where they're going, Mm -hmm. what their motives are. And I, I think to your very point, once you just get centered on that coming from that place of just goodness and love, it just, it breaks you of all of that. And you just know that you're doing it for the right reasons. And that's all that matters. And just letting it go is freeing. It's amazing because then everything I was afraid of does not come true. Yes. And everything that I could never expect in a wonderful way yes. happens. Yes. And I'm like, I'm calling Ed or I'm calling another good friend or I'm talking to you, Steve, and I'm saying, you're not going to believe it. Yeah. You know, I can't believe it. Yeah. And I've come to the realization, um, you know, on my own self lately after I've been teaching for 16 years and working with kids that my only job is to love children, enthusiastically love them. That's I mean, the rest with my skill, with all that knowledge and everything takes care of itself. But Daryl pointed out the, the, the long and short of a very extensive study that he read that actually showed that the most effective teacher in this situation that was like a one of those challenging situations. Inner right? city. Yeah. Inner city. That the, actually the most effective teacher there was the teacher who yes. did what? They found this little old lady. They were able to find because they, they had a huge success rate of these kids that they thought had no chance. Yes. You know, in elementary school, they said these kids are either going to end up in jail or nowhere. Uh, 10 or 12 years later, they caught up. They were all either college graduates, doctors, you know, working at corporations, less, less than 10% either died or, you know, just didn't quite make turn out perfectly, which is normal. So they, so they said, we got to find out what happened here. This is, this is crazy. This shouldn't be. Yeah. They interviewed every one of those kids, every one of those successes. There was 175 left and every one of them started their sentence with, there was this teacher. So they found the teacher. Yeah. And it was funny. She either, It didn't matter about the odds or anything. They said, what did you do so special? She goes, I just love those kids. Yeah. She just went every day with this attitude. I just love those kids. She wasn't thinking this is going to make them like doing it because, okay, if I love kids, because this, this action guide says treat the kids with love. So they yeah. said, no, she just naturally loved her students. Yes. And that's enough. Yeah. Not, I mean, if you just come from love, you automatically, or I know I automatically say the right mm-hmm. thing at the right time and do the right thing at the right time. Oh, wait, we got to read the daily word. 
or do we have time? I think Steve had one, one oh, more thing now, to add to that. I, I, I was just going to say that I know that that's also changed my, my point of view of, you know, when you're meeting people, strangers or anybody, and it just brings you to a place of you're not focused on yourself, right? You're focused on them. You're letting it be. And it just puts you in a, a much more receptive place to hear them, truly deeply hear them. And things where in the past you would work on a relationship for a year happens in minutes rather than yeah. months. Yes, yes. You know what else has hap- helped me lately? This little tool I've been using, even after I got done with the hill today and yeah. I was bumping into people, you know, they think I want to <laughs> curse or condemn because of oh, yeah. silly reasons in my head. Right. I started thinking, everyone here is my cousin. <laughs> and it automatically took all yes. the because if this if this guy doing this idiotic thing was my cousin, I'd love him. I'd be like, hey, that's pretty crazy, man. Yes. I wouldn't be like, well, you're in my space. I can't yeah. believe you're doing that. <laughs> right. It's amazing how a simple little thought yes. changed everything. So now everybody in the world is my cousin. That's funny because I've been telling myself my whole – I told my wife, my whole goal lately is just to feel at home on the earth. Same thing, like everyone's family because when yes. I'm looking through that lens, it's totally different. It changes everything. Now – we better read the Daily Word. Yeah, and Steve, right, call this up. I've been told I'm responsible for that, so here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> gentleness. I am kind and gentle with others. Jesus demonstrated true, true gentleness in spirit in his interactions with others. He recognized the spark of divinity within all people and treated them with dignity and respect. Inspired by this gentle treatment, I am kind, sensitive, and unhurried with others. I listen attentively and allow them to express themselves in their own unique ways. As I let go of judgment or impatience, I act peacefully and respectfully. Calm and at ease, I appreciate the importance of bringing gentleness into the world. I treat others as I would like to be treated. I follow in the footsteps of Jesus, who exhibited a gentleness of spirit in every way. Let your adornment be the inner self with the lasting beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is very precious in God's sight. 1 Peter 3, 4. Nice. And the message version of 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4 is... Why don't you tell them what the message is? Oh, yeah. The message is just a modern translation of the Bible that actually our friends, the nuns over at the the daughters of uh, St. Paul. That's right. Pauline Books and Media gave us this awesome Bible. Daryl and I used to avoid the Bible. Yeah. We didn't know what to do with it. So this message... Has really this version of the Bible has helped us, and it's on our uh, all of our reading is on Goodreads.com. Search Daryl and Ed, and you'll find all of the books we read and a link that you can purchase them from Amazon or other online dealers. Okay, so the message verse says, "What matters is not your outer appearance, the styling of your hair, the jewelry you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition." Ah, awesome! That that is so good. I also like the. The other version, too, that Steve read from the Daily Word, because it almost says when I'm gentle, my, when I keep my spirit gentle, I let go of these fears, I remain centered, and then I, gener- I start feeling that feeling of love generate up again, you know, start to come off, and then yes. doing things that seem so out, you know, unbearable become lighter in my mind. It's almost like we, where it says here, which is very precious in God's sight, meaning that all of a sudden now... Everything starts to come together. Yeah. You know, I become precious yes. in God's sights, meaning coming from this place of peace instead of amped up, I got to make it happen. Yes. That just demagnetizes that other way. That yes. I got to do it. I got to do it. Fear. It's all fear. And, you know, they're talking about Jesus. And I was thinking Jesus was the person who had the, like, audacity to say, I am God. You know, that I am the light. And I am God. I'm the way. To be, because in order for me to see it in others, I have to spend time meditating and, and recognizing it as That's myself right. first. I can't be kind to others when I'm upset with myself. If I'm beating myself up internally, or I feel like I'm late for something, I re, I'm, I'm that yeah. way. To uh, I'm impatient with others when I'm impatient with myself. Yeah, because to feel that real influencing love that comes from within me, I got to be in alignment with myself first. And then it talks about being uh, precious in God's sight. And since God is in everyone. The people around oh, yeah. me recognize and love me too because God is with them looking out at me. It's so much simpler. And it's so much because it's so simple, I think we overlook it. That the thing, it's always to quiet the storm within. Yeah. No matter what I think created this. Yes. You know, who or what I'm blaming at the time, 
the, the most important thing for me to do right now is quiet this disturbance within me. Yeah. And then as soon as I do, we even talk about it. Don't worry. They'll evaporate. Meaning the whole situation takes on a whole new. Yeah. Like, because our circumstances do mirror yeah. our inner consciousness. What's going on in the inside is yeah. always reflected in my environment. Yeah. So if we go to a restaurant and there's people that are bothering us, we, oh, yes. we remind each other. Don't worry. As soon as we eat and we feel better, they will disappear. And it works every time. <laughs> or if we hear lots of loud talking, I'm like, eh, oh, my God, this restaurant is so loud. And we'll remind us, well, once we eat, everything's going to come out. And as soon as we eat, it's almost yeah. like the baby stops crying. Everything. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. But this really does work. Steve, can you stay on for the last segment? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Oh, great, because this right. one's coming to a close. And yeah, because we have you. a lot of great stuff coming up after the break, like a joke of the day, some funniest things, and, and more good stuff. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Yoga! Life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Okay, welcome back to this episode of Funniest Thing, Love or Nothing. Love or Nothing. And we're happy to have our special guest today is uh, Steve Chandler. Yes. Uh, former VP of both Sara Lee and Starbucks, but he did it at separate times. He wasn't moonlighting. I know. We thought you were doing it because you like the pound cake and the coffee together, Steve. Well, before we get too far, because we were talking all about how pushing and shoving really doesn't work. It actually demagnetizes us and how uh, getting back and using three breaths or whatever it takes to lighten your load and come back from that place of love which is our natural state, no wonder it's so successful, things seem to fall into place. But it's really not a miracle. It's really because now we're cooperating with divine order or 
the natural flow of life. Life always flows in a positive direction. Yes. And I'm going to read this quick from uh, Find and Use Your Inner Power. I'm at Fox. Yeah. And you know, the, I was just going to say, it seems like a miracle because it defies, often defies the logic, which is often based on fear, what That's we think right. of as logic. That's right. People didn't know that. I'm glad you brought that up because I would think, oh my God. Funniest thing. And we still get a kick out of saying funniest thing, but we should have said, I should have known. I know. <laughs> Maybe you can remind me of what I said later. Yeah, we'll hear it again on the rerun. Okay. Okay. This is called Don't Force Things. Never force things. Never bring heavy pressure to bear in any given direction. Never make up your mind that a certain thing must be done or that it must be done now. All this sort of thing is dangerous and is likely to land you in trouble instead of improving matters. It is really using willpower and is unscientific and unspiritual. It is looking to the without, whereas spiritual demonstration looks to the within. What you really want is harmony and true expression at every point in your life. The actual way in which this comes does not matter so long as you get the thing itself. When you encounter a firm resistance anywhere, it usually means that you are on the wrong road and had better retreat and try another. Mental or material pushing will only get you farther down the wrong road, and it gives you a longer distance to retrace. Claim that God works in you and that when he works, he always succeeds, that he knows the best way and is inspiring you to take it. That means he meets no resistance, for he works with joy and that you and your life are part of that. Ah. ah, now this whole idea of not pushing against resistance, Steve. In your work, I imagine there was a, there were times when the the there was a lot of pushing through resistance, or uh, not you know, uh, just basically a hundred percent of the time for twenty years. Yeah, and um, you know you, and then you're you're sent messages, you know. That, uh, you know, failure is not an option and you're, you're always feeling kind of like you're on the hook and, you know, Uh. it's, it, it's amazing to, uh, to feel that much stress and tension for so long, but I was passionate about what I was doing. Unfortunately, it just, it didn't always leave the relationships, um, you know, whole and, and, and it, it just doesn't always feel good. So no. there's uh, definitely compromise in that situation, in those kind of situations, you know. Yes. This is the key. You know, once I discovered that my willpower is of no use as yes. far as power driving, that really all my willpower is there for, it's a tool for when I do take the fearful course or I feel like i got to make this happen and I start feeling stressed out or yes. anxious over something or hurried, my willpower is really just to be there like the firm but loving parents and gently bring me back into the positive flow of life by saying, no, 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 you're going the wrong way. Yes. Come back into the pot. But then I also must have humility yes. because I have to be able to listen to that, that will that when it's doing its job correctly. And I can't let go unless I believe in that God's got my back or that yes. there's a loving higher power mm-hmm. because otherwise I won't let go. So it's humility combined with this will. But to use my will to barricade, and let me just read this sentence because this I came across hey, yesterday. Hey, can I just add something? Really yeah, quick? please. Now, yes. And actually, um, you know, I said 100%. That was not true. Um, it, there, there was one point in time when actually the most amazing thing happened to me, and it was when I was leading the development and creation of Tostito Scoops. Uh-huh. And this was deemed completely impossible by the entire organization. And the amount of things that happened in there was just unbelievable. And I remember two things that happened. One, I felt like, okay, this was going to either break me or make me. And at that point, I felt like I gave it up and said, it's in your hands. I'm going to do the best I can. And actually, that is the most um that was the best project that's ever happened in my career so far. That's one. And at the same time, I was then asked to lead a, a hundred men retreat by my church. I'm like, I can't do this. This is the biggest thing that I've ever wow. had to run and do and complex and all these challenges. And yet all of that happened in the flow that year for me. Well, it was, it's, 
Because yeah, I can hear it in your voice. It's almost like those two things you were doing out of an enthusiastic yes. love for yes. both projects. And it always they always seem to materialize. Actually, enthusiasm really well, and is, the people involved, means, right? It wasn't just yeah. the achievement. It was well, because you were people involved and people, you know, as part you and I have talked about my mission with releasing the genius of others and creating that environment. Well, that doesn't happen in a friction environment. No, it does not. And I also believe because your attitude was enthusiastic, it almost attracts the right people, too, that come along at the right time. It yeah. always seems to be with me. Do you want me to read this? It, real sure. Quick? And the, I just want to tell Steve the funniest thing is that my column in the newspaper is called Tapping into Genius that I write every week. Really? So, yeah. So we have well, that my in company, common. My company is actually called RTG, which really? is Leasing the Genius. I know. It's I just all about you know, creating, enabling others to bring their yes. ideas to reality. And that's, you know, that's really have, cool. I didn't know that. that common, yes. It's amazing. Nothing happens. But before we get into the joke, here's a perfect, here it is in a nutshell. And it's this. It is when we try to make our will conform with God's that we begin to use it rightly. To all of us, this is a most wonderful revelation. Our whole trouble had been the misuse of willpower we had tried to bombard our problems with it instead of yeah. attempting to bring it into agreement with God's intention yes. for us. It's that simple, folks. And this is from As Bill Sees It, a popular book in 12-step uh, groups, and it's yeah. also on our Goodreads list. All right. Now what we're going to do is get into our joyful flow. Okay. So we have a good joke of the day right here. Okay, let's see. And it goes it. like this. This is just off the wire, man. That's true. The Pope goes to New York. And this is the new Pope. This, this is, is a the new brand Pope. Pope new Francis true story. Pope story. He is picked up at the airport by a limousine. He looks at the beautiful car and says to the driver, you know, I hardly ever get to drive. Would you please let me? The driver is understandably hesitant and says, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm supposed to do that. But the Pope persists. Please. The driver finally lets up. All right, I can't really say no to the Pope. So the Pope takes the wheel, and boy, is he a speed demon. He hits the gas and goes around 100 miles per hour in a 45 zone. A policeman notices and pulls him over. The cop walks up and asks the Pope to roll down the window. Startled and surprised, the young officer asks the Pope to wait a minute. He goes back to the chief. Uh, he goes back to his patrol car and radios the chief. Uh, chief, I got a problem. What sort of problem? Well, you see, I pulled over this guy for driving way over the speed limit, but something's really imp someone's really important. Important like the mayor? No, no, much more important than that. Important like the governor? Way more important than that. Like the president? More. Who's more important than the president? I don't know, but he's got the Pope driving for him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually laughed at our joke. That's the first time. First time. But what's that I hear in the distance out there? Is that Gabby? <laughs> Whoa! All right. What do we got, Gabby? It's our postal pit bull. Here, let me read a quickie here. Ooh. Here, I'll do this one and then you do this one. Okay, what do you got? This one comes from our uh, uh, reliable fan, Sandy Page. From an undeclosed location in Illinois. That's right. For days, I had been feeling like I was lacking any spiritual guidance. So I actually prayed that my mind would be open to see spiritual cheerleaders that I so desperately needed. And funniest thing, as I listened to the show, I realized that you guys are two of my favorite spiritual cheerleaders. One of my downfalls is second-guessing myself due to feeling others' negative energy. Uh. I'm pretty empathic. It doesn't happen all the time, as I've learned to put on a protective spiritual mirror around me so that others' negativity does not interfere with my positive energy, and it mirrors back to the other person. And then she goes on to say she liked our readings, she loves our show. That's a great idea, put well, on this uh, protective spiritual mirror. Well, and it's true because that's really what happens. That's how sometimes I also let go of people who are like in traffic who get very upset at me. Yeah. I realize, well, that's only harming them yeah i could just let it go you know what i mean i don't need to get into it with them yeah and then, like you did that time on a recent show you talked about smiling at that guy that's yeah. another way you mirrored back to him who he really was and then he mirrored that back we felt like best friends yeah and that was awesome and now we have another one here wow. like a quickie. 
This is, is an odd one, one of those digital ones that somehow ends up in our mailbag. I mail saw bag. it here a minute ago. Oh, there it is. It's right here. Oh, there you go. This is from Andrew in Los Angeles. Oh, this is a great one because this one's for me personally. Yes. It says, Daryl, I've been meaning to write for weeks. Read your book. That's What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug, which is now available for Kindle and paperback. It's awesome. I got it myself. Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Tower Books. Who knew they were still in business? I know. <laughs> but they are. And he wrote this. He wrote, read your book over the holidays and wanted to thank you for your insight and wisdom, particularly on courage to pursue one's dreams. Have passed this on to my daughter, who has the talent but needs the courage. Best wishes. Best wishes, Andrew. You know what? I love that because I just – I'm so glad he just reinforced what I changed my title on LinkedIn to um, – what I wrote. I'm happiest when I'm encouraging others. And it's true. I am happiest when I'm encouraging yes. others. So he hit the nail you on know. the head. Dude, we had some a lot of funniest things, but we're coming up to the end of our show. Oh, you know what? What? A little bird whispered in my ear that we have time. I wanted to – we know that the, our, our favorite uh, coffee shop, the conservatory, AJ's family – told you how much they've been loving and using your book. So can you give us a little quick update on that? Yes. Just the other day I was down thinking, no one likes my book. It's terrible. Why did I even bother? And at that moment, this lady comes in. It was the wife of the owner of the local coffee shop. And she could not stop thanking me. She had purchased my book and and read the book. And her father just suffered a major heart attack. And she went on and on about how the little things, the little suggestions and experiences helped her get through that situation while everything was going through the roof but then she said can i share a funniest thing with you they also passed the book around the hospital room so they could all read and share from it that's true how much love that was that's true they were like little house on the prairie passing around instead of the bible they were passing around what if godzilla just bring out the good book and we'll read from that that'll lift our spirits so i was very flattered also matter of fact the marine money master gunny sergeant mike Gurton said he walked into a bookstore wearing a pink shirt asking for what if Godzilla just wanted a hug. He said, what's happened to me, Daryl? That's awesome. And I said, well, only a Marine could, has the guts to do that. But her miracle or her funniest thing was this. She uh, wanted to order a bunch of – she always gets organic vegetables. Yeah. One yeah. of the things she ordered was 20 pounds of organic broccoli yeah. specifically to help with her father's yeah. physical condition. Well, the order comes and... No broccoli. No, everything but the broccoli. So the guy goes through the truck. He can't find yes. it. And then he hits me. He goes, oh, no, there was an unmarked box of broccoli. And he apologized to her saying, I found that when I was at another stop. And I go, why is this in my truck? I didn't want to go bad. So I asked all the ladies there, who needs broccoli? And they all bought it up. And she went, oh, my God. So she went back to her car with she, her dad. Her dad's in the car. And she says, Dad, I ordered broccoli for you. And he goes, what? He goes, I can't have broccoli. The uh, doctors told me with my medication, the blood thinner, it would only, that's w- one of the only vegetables I can't eat. So it was all in divine order. Amazing. Amazing. And you know what my funniest thing is that I wrote a column this week in the newspaper about taking three breaths. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Tell me about well, it. You want to know why I wrote it? Yeah. Fill me in. Because I thought love was only true in fairy tales. And for someone else, but not for me. Love was out to get me. That's the way it seems. Disappointment haunted all my dreams. Now I found my faith. And I'm a deep breather. Not a trace of doubt in my mind. Cause I'm in love. Ooh, and I'm a deep breather. Couldn't stop breathing if I tried. That's right. It's a deep breather. And now we're at the close of Funniest Thing. So please subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. Yeah. We, we love to hear from you. Steve Chandler. Send all your stories, comments, suggestions to Funniest Thing at unityonlineradio.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook and like us. Yeah. Most of all, thank you for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio.
you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 